From the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Ah, yes. Oh, man, I had major FOMO last week. By the way, Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson brought to you by Silverback Advertising. Online at silverbackadvertising.com. Yeah, major fear of missing out last week. Digital dealer was in Tampa, Florida. And I think everybody was there. Pretty much everybody. Every vendor, anyway, in the automotive space, except for me. I wasn't there. And all the pictures, I was okay with not going leading up to it. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Traveling's a hassle. And I got young kids and eh, no problem. But then, um, so I wasn't upset about not going. But during it, with everybody there, all the people I've met and talked to over the last 12 months and folks I, I've, I've, I've known since my tier three dealer days and all the pictures on LinkedIn, oh man, fear of missing out big time. We have a lot of things to talk about today with Tim Cox, the SVP of sales and co-founder at Car Now. But the first thing we'll talk to Tim about is digital dealer. First of all, hi Tim, how you doing? How are you doing, my friend? Good to be here, brother. Good, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. We got lots of good stuff to uh, touch on today. But uh, first off, let's talk about Digital Dealer. I've been talking to some some uh, colleagues today who said it was fantastic last week in Tampa. What did I miss, man? What did I miss? Uh, just a lot of buzz. You know, I think, uh, you know, we as a company, me personally, um, I actually... I have physically been, but you know, it was to have meetings with either OEMs or dealer partners, never been a part of the show as a vendor with the booth. And right. we just figured, you know, because of the buzz, because of COVID, because of this is the first in-person show that uh, people that normally would not go to this particular venue would go. And I think, yeah. uh, I think we were right. I think uh, the buzz, you know, uh, was there, uh, what's new, what's different, what have we learned from uh, the last 12, 14, you know, 17 months, I guess now, and then how can we take that information and move forward? You know, obviously some pretty exciting news, you know, coming out all over uh, the automotive space, uh, but just an exciting time for everybody involved as we hope to always continue to get better together. So uh, absolutely, and quite frankly, it went so well. Uh, for us that we're obviously planning to be with a, even a bigger presence uh, in Vegas this fall. Yeah, I think what you're saying about, you know, it's been so long since everyone's been together, but on top of that, like in the last 12, 14 months, how everything has changed so quickly and we've made a lot of progress uh, that there was so much more to talk about than generally, you know, these things happening twice a year and you get together and you say hello. and But then there was so much to get together on that that you know probably helped generate some of the excitement and the conversations that everyone was just dying to have yeah because i mean our industry matt has changed twice yeah you know we went from oh my gosh the world's on fire my hair is on fire we have to have some type of dr tool to it's pivoted again and and this may sound funny coming from me since we're one of the largest dr tool per, uh, tools out there it's not necessarily dr now i will say customers are expecting it Yes. So even though people are not, you know, there's a lot of companies come out, hey, we're truly end to end, we're this. And, and pretty much there's a lot of good tech out there. Um, and a lot of companies can, air quotes, do end to end right now. But the majority, and I heard some, some numbers, 80 plus percent, if you really dial in of the vehicles that you're selling, 
uh, are at least touching the calculator. But what is the difference? So now, you know, that was the buzz, but it's turned into, hey, there's no inventory. And, you know, for example, the call to action, check availability, you know, dealerships turning the, their websites over, what used to be a taboo call to action is now, you know, taking the place of one of the most uh, greatly used call to actions, listening to Kevin Fry from from uh, uh, Jeff Weiler as he explained a, li listen, everybody, if, if you don't miss any, if you don't hear anything else that we talk about today, he explained how his entire 30 plus rooftop dealer group is achieving a, wait for it, 59% appointment rate. I'm going to say it one more time, 59% appointment rate. And he's talking about taking his forms off his website, dialing that in, and then funneling those directly to salespeople. So again, a lot to unpack yeah. as our industry continues to change the narrative changes in those companies and those dealers that are on their toes. And they're constantly changing with it to be a student of it and reviewing the game film daily. That's how you achieve like Kevin Fry has so masterfully at the Weiler Group at 59%. Just absolutely phenomenal. How many chats, how many chats a month does Carnow have? I mean, we average it about uh, a little over a million. Holy cow. Yeah, so a lot of data there. So, yeah, I mean, okay, so you, you, a million chats a month. There's a lot of probably patterns and, and, and different buzzwords and things that customers are using how can so how does car now like, like what are people saying right now what are people talking about and how does car now quantify or use those words to m help make decisions for for car now and for dealers i'm going to give you two i'm going to give you the first one is four words okay um and this is really simple is the car there i'm gonna say it again is the car there? So, you know, now again, uh, there's probably, depending on the OEM, five car or five customers for every car. Right. Um, you know, so therefore the narrative has changed with customers. Customers are asking, you know, I would encourage people take get e price, take it, you know, take it off your website. You're automatically, you know, telling people. Um, you know, that there's something there. People, we, we have learned, and this is the phenomenal twist here, how when inventory, excuse me, starts coming in, do we continue the sense of urgency, uh, you know, to where dealers, I know a lot of dealers are scratching their head saying, hmm, I was at 1,200 a copy, now I'm at 3,800 a copy. Do I really want inventory, right? I like having this supply and demand issue. And again, depending on the OEMs, uh, you know, is a, is a big step there. And number two, you know, we've been playing around with a lot of CTAs and uh, the word just continue instead of, you know, start purchase or all, every, people just want to continue the process. Let me see where we're at, you know, doing the soft close. Those things I believe are golden nuggets. Yeah. If we take the customer and listen, listen, it doesn't matter what you learned in a class six months ago, because guess what? It's old information. That customer is now turned. The market is turned. The inventory is turned. So it's these things that we have to, uh, as we always say, review the game film every single day with where you, where your store, where your marketing company is, and then being able to pivot and those people are winning. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting too. You you, you don't think about um, the, sim the simplicity of changing a word and using the word continue because you're right. That's, that's, that, that's less of a commitment. Yeah. Okay. I'll continue. I'll keep going down this path as opposed to like, you know, 
buy now, start process, give us your credit card. You know, like the continue yeah. is yeah. it's it's non-committal. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. I want to learn more. I'll continue. Yep, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And uh, you know, with that, you know, with the dealers that are you know willing to throw the book out. Yeah, but I know it said to no, no. It doesn't matter what we used to do even a year right. and a half ago things change. And guess what? It's going to change again. Once inventory starts hitting the ground, once, uh, you know, now you've got 20 Wrangler Rubicons on the ground. I'm a Jeep fan. If you can't tell already, you'll know pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, uh, once once the narrative, you know, once the inventory changes, the narrative is going to change and stay on top of it. Continue to, I mean, your website, people use it and it's cliche. It's your online showroom, but it truly is. And being yeah. able to commute with customers the way they want to and how, here's the key how they want to uh is is a monster key of um you know staying on top of your game for sure just to go back i'm a jeep guy too i am uh nice. i'm looking forward to seeing the grand cherokee l for sure you know nice. family guy got a couple kids thinking about a third row uh you know i used to have an old uh not super old but i had a 99 um you know square box cherokee for yeah. a while that i just drove into the ground I loved that thing. Drove it over curbs, parked it in snowbanks. One of those guys that, you know, like, who's this guy parking like that? Like, I was like, it's a Jeep. It can go anywhere. And then I had a Grand Cherokee, uh, a 2000, whatever. I can't remember. 11, 12. That I gave up because I worked on a tier three dealer. And it didn't make sense to keep a car when I had a demo and my wife had a car. And it was like the hardest thing I ever did to give it up. And my coworkers were like, dude, it's just a car. Get rid of it. And I was like, no. I love this Jeep and I wish I had it today. Can't 100%. believe I got rid of it. I, I, I do have a Rubicon with an, a, a two and a half inch lift kit. Nice. inch tires. And I may or may not have parked in the grass at the church yesterday. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, at church, Tim. Come I on. did ask permission. I asked oh, permission. Right, I said, right, is it right. okay to park here? All and right. they said, sure. And uh, <laughs> over the curb, I went and there was other, full disclosure, there was other cars in the grass. Oh, it was right. just a lot easier for me to get there. Yeah, but uh, it sounded there. better that way. Anyway. I love it. I love it. I, I want a gladiator. I've been, I've been gladiator shopping. Uh, online. And uh, I'm going to tell you, inventory is not looking good. Neither are the lease programs, by the way. It's not looking great right now. Um, but I, yeah, I like it. It's always good to talk to another uh, to another Jeep person. So what are, so, okay, so obviously things are changing. And, and what we did six months ago, maybe doesn't apply now. And I and totally agree with that. But what are some things that, that some dealers are doing with, uh, you know, in general with DR, but also with car now that, um, you know, you are, are kind of outside the box, but, uh, you know, are, are ideas that are making a difference and, and working well. Well, I will let you peel back under the covers. Um, you know, there's a lot going on and, uh, you know, I, I don't want to make this a pitch and I know we don't want it to, to, to right. be a pitch. I, w I truly want to um, just help dealers and share best practices uh, with dealers. Uh, but we have been working on for a year um, a, a project and, and we showed it to uh, several uh, industry leaders, um, showed it to Bob Lanham from Facebook, showed it to Brian Pash. When we showed it to Brian Pash, he literally said, Tim, this is, let me, and, and I, and I called him cause he's in Italy right now. He spends, he's, he's got a home in Italy. If you guys don't know that his wife, uh, Carrie speaks fluent Italian, just amazing. Um, so anyway, Brian, if you're listening, I love your brother, but Brian said, and I said, do I have your permission? He's like, well, I said it. So go ahead and say it. He said, this is mind bending. You guys have literally created a new segment and this is finally going to allow uh, dealers to 
understand that their website is a living, breathing organism. Let me just give you a quick uh, verbal thing. You said what's new. You know, DR, everybody and their brother has jumped into the DR game. And look, there's a lot. I love Steve, Steve at, at Drive Centric uh, does a fabulous job with CRMs, uh, with, with, with his CRM. But historically now, I'm not talking about, you know, you guys that do a great job, but historically leads are pushed into a CRM and the CRM is where leads go to die in most dealerships. Would you agree? Yes. So, so, and even, you know, everything is reactive. It's at the customer's already gone. Okay, great. What am I going to, what gadget am I going to use to re-engage with them? So we created, if you can imagine a stock ticker, um, you know, or a CNBC ticker that is a live action site on the back end of our tool that you literally can see everything someone is doing. So for example, we can even trigger right now inventory. And, and if you want to unpack that a little bit, I'd love to share some best practices for dealers on how some of the best and brightest are acquiring inventory off the street rather than going to auctions or places like car offer and other, which are great tools, but obviously less expensive if they're buying them off the street. But Imagine, you know, Tim Cox has that 2018, which I do, JLU Rubicon, uh, that's bringing all the money right now. And I want to trade it in for a new 392 Hemi Rubicon. And that is obviously on every Jeep pre-owned manager or general manager's wish list. And as I'm on your website, I'm on your website, you get a notification as soon as I put in my trade information that Tim Cox is on your website getting a uh, idea of what his vehicle's worth, do you want to reach out and send them an offer? Not after they're gone, not after we put them in the CRM, but right now. That just gives you a little glimpse, a little taste of where we're going. Because yeah. look, if we're not continuing to innovate, we're dead. So yeah, we've had a lot of success and yeah, we've grown. But again, it's the first time that, uh, and let's just be honest, most, look, me as a GM, me as a GSM, me as a pre, most of my career was a pre-owned manager. I couldn't spell Google Analytics. Let's right. just be really honest. Let's throw the feed where the chickens could get it. Let's be really honest. Not that we're done. It's just, we don't have time. So you know, that's why, you know, digital marketers like yourself are important for dealers. Uh, having a marketing guy or having a digital guy in your store is so important to read these analytics. But we're like, you know what, let's just obviously these things are feeding to GA, but let's just show them live action on what's actually happening on their showroom. Would you actually let someone walk into your showroom and, and walk around unassisted? And then say, oh, here's a brochure. Uh, fill out this this form. Sit down here. We may right. or may not get back to you. Yeah, in for sure in, in not. Three weeks. Not a chance. But this way, you know, you, you can say, hey, I've got two people on my showroom, but I've got eight people right now looking at trades, looking at warranties, blah, blah. Anyway, so 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 that's the idea. So that's kind of what's new for, well, that is what's new for us. And and very excited to be able to give that to our our current dealers. I mean, that makes sense. You're online, right? And you're a customer and you're like, oh, let me see what I can get for this car. And you fill it out the form and you go through the thing and you submit and you get the dollar amount and the dealer gets it. And then you you move on. You put down your phone or your tablet and you get up and you go to the kitchen, have the dishwasher, start making dinner. And then the dealership calls you and you're like, nah, man, I'm over that. Like that, right. like that was I'm 20 gone. minutes ago, man. Where yeah. were you 20 minutes ago? hundred percent. hundred percent. So again, uh, we're, we're excited about it. We're going to, we're, we're getting ready to launch some, some dealers and we've got some heavy artillery coming in to really, cause look, we want to make sure it, it, with any product, right? The more you automate a product, the, the better it's going to be. The more you do the heavy lifting, the better it's going to be. So, um, you know, we'll see, but, uh, based on the success of, uh, automating workflows mm -hmm. and taking forms off of dealer sites with our product convert now, 
And there's other products out there. Again, this is not by far a pitch. Uh, there's a lot of great companies out there has just made, uh, look, if I was in, if I was responsible for a dealership or a, or dealership right now, the first thing that I would do is take every form off my website. Uh, they're, they're waiting rooms. They are telling yeah. people you're too busy to talk to them and automate that workflow using some type of automated workflow. And you will see a monster, monster difference. <sighs> So let's talk about inventory. Obviously, we know inventory is an issue, uh, you know, auctions and, and rental companies and, you know, dealers are having trouble getting inventory. So, uh, so circle back to what you were talking about, about getting inventory off the street. So there's oh, the good news is, is there, you know, we have this big playbook now and, and things there's, there's a lot of dealers that, that we talk, well, obviously we're talking to dealers. I talk to dealers literally every single day, three, four, five a day sometimes. And so therefore we come up, excuse me, with best practices. So let's talk about Brian Kramer. Brian is um, one of the brightest general managers in the space. In my opinion, he's one of the most humble. He loves his people. And uh, he took a store that was doing a hundred. They're now, they're doing, I think almost 600 a month. So he's doing something right, but he bought uh, nearly a hundred uh, I'm going to talk about three three different scenarios so you can pick and choose kind of a buffet. But he, he bought nearly 100 vehicles off his service drive uh, last month and is averaging that. Now, he has multiple people uh, making outbound calls and stuff like that. But he asked in the service drive, you know what the question is asked when people come to the service drive? It's very simple. And I, again, giving Brian Kramer credit for this, his idea, but it's been working working phenomenal for him at their uh, Toyota of Naples. If I goes up to the customer, if I paid you more than your car was worth, would you sell it to me? That's it. Right. No rocket science. Again, just like the simple CTA changes, we try to make this business so difficult. Well, we need uh, 19 different <laughs> taglines and Google Analytics. And, uh, you know, I took a survey and this is no. If I gave you and paid you too much, more than your car is worth, would you sell it to me? We're in a very, now, will that work in six months? I don't know, but I guarantee you, right. Brian is smart enough to overcome and adapt. But right now, I mean, look, the residual, I have three Jeeps, by the way. I own a Rubicon. My daughter owns a JL. My son has a jacked up one out there. He goes to Arizona State. So Love I have it. three, Love but it. I leased a Jeep Wrangler and the residual on my Jeep Wrangler is 28.8. You know what MMR is on that Jeep Wrangler right now? 35.6. Wow. So 30. And that's, that's, I, I just pulled MMR because I'm trying to figure out she's going to be driving some miles because Jeeps, although I love them, they're, they're not a Honda Civic to where they get 30 miles to the gallon. So that's the only thing we're trying to figure out. But 35.6 was the last MMR, I believe that I took on Saturday. Well, most customers, they know the buzz, but they don't know that. I'm not saying steal from your customers, but if you're not right now camping out with a tent in your service drive saying, if I paid you more than your car was worth, because I guarantee you that that's because I got employee pricing. My, my, I, 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 that's more than I paid for the car. Yeah. So I were right at, excuse me. So, so that's what I'm saying. You know, um, uh, that, that's where I would start for sure. Um, the other one, that works out really well is, 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 and this is more long-term uh -huh. is, um, is creating a brand. 
We always talk about creating a brand for your DR solution and every DR company and every marketer, every good marketer is talking about creating that brand. You know, look, I, I, I almost, this, I'm going to say the C word ends with Anna and, and, and they're not selling cars. They're selling an experience. So, so on the front end of the deal, um, yes, let's market our, 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 our virtual showroom and our digital retailing experience, but why aren't we marketing? Why aren't we marketing? Hey, listen, bring in every, whatever Carvana tells you, bring it in. We'll give you 300 more, whatever, whatever CarMax tells you, bring right. it in. We'll give you $300 more, whatever. And then I've got some dealers. There's a one dealer group, 24, 24, five stores now that has taken their DR tool off the bottom of their website and they've marked it fast cash, but they're branding that. And do you know they're buying, they're averaging about 60 cars off the street wow. every single month? Because again, they're automating, it's not a form, they're automating a work process and, and some, you know, whether you integrate with Kelly Blue Book, whether you integrate Trade Pending, Trade and Ballet or any other great tool, automate the process, let those leads go to the buyer that's buying those cars and make it simple for a customer. Don't let them jump through hoops. Hey, listen, we're here. We're the ones sponsoring your kid's baseball team. We'd love to serve you. If you got the title, we'll give you a check today. Whatever your, whatever your message is, getting that out. And then another company that I'd like to uh, plug that I've seen, and there's a lot of great companies out there, but my friend uh, Danny Zalowski uh, is a partner at VinQ. VinQ, now Danny owns a dealership group in uh, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas City, I believe. And uh, he's buying 100 off the street too, but he has a vehicle acquisition uh, room or vehicle buying center, and they are buying about a hundred, but they have got some software that integrates uh, social media, integrates you know all the private parties, the Fizbos per se, to where his team are calling those people and getting those people in again with similar messages. So those three things I know are working really, really well. See, our job, our job collectively, my friend, is to serve our dealers. And the great thing about sitting here where I am and where you are is we have thousands of thousands that we approach, and I'm not being pious, I'm grateful and humble, but there's a lot of great ideas out there. Yeah. And if we could share them on this broadcast or our broadcast, Tim Talks or whatever, that's all we're trying to do. Because here at the end of the day, you know, our motto is no one is smarter than everyone. Right. Right. So let's collect. That's the great thing about digital dealer this year is for the first time, you know, everybody was kind of collaborating on best practices and, you know, how do we get better together? Okay. So in the DR process that customers go through, where are we losing customers the most credit? And what can we do to, yeah. And what can we do about it? Credit. So breaking the process. So, so again, this is, and again, you're never going to hear, including us. Let me give you, uh, let me give you some numbers. Cause sure. I always like to give facts because facts eliminate feelings, right? They just do. Um, we looked at nearly 300,000 conversations. Okay. DR conversations to, uh, to be exact, 292,917. And when those went through, now this is finished. This is completion percentage. This is not closed percentage. When they went through the entire process and they did, and this is year old data, by the way, the numbers are a little different now. This is just, and they've gone up a little bit, but I don't have exact data. So I'm not going to give you a made up number. When that number, and this is all DR tools, when they go through the process, they're closing at about five percent. Car now is closing at about, or finishing uh, meaning somebody goes in and finishes and buys a car at about 5.04%. When there's one conversation, meaning someone stops and has a question, mm -hmm. and then that person from that dealership interjects 
that completion rate goes to 12.74%. So a 245% increase in completion percentage. Most people are clicking a car. I said earlier in the broadcast, you know, um, DR, although is very important, we're seeing a lot of initiatives from OEM right now, um, but most people aren't going through and clicking the process. As a matter of fact, again, facts over feelings, uh, 56% of the people that complete a DR process online, 56% that complete it online and say, okay, I'm done. I've, I've at least clicked on a buyer's order. And there's the whole other issue of, of wet signatures and such, which is a whole other podcast. Yep. Um, 56% still want to go into the dealership and pick up their car. So what is that telling us? That's telling us, look, I just don't want to spend four hours in your business office. Right. So the customers that are stop and get, I'll bring up Brian Kramer again. You know, he took, and I love the guy, uh, he took, because a lot of best practices come out of his store. You know, he took a, a gentleman that was fresh, um, wanted to, and, and I, I don't, I'll mess up the story. So I, the part of the story I know is he reached out to him and said, hey, listen, would you just handle the F and I process on all of our DR experience, uh, you know, as they click through the process, you know, our, our mobile experience. And he said, yes. So what he did was he started having menu presentations and present presentations virtually for those customers that either had just completed or about ready to complete online. And you know, he's averaging over a thousand on a cash deal. And I, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to misspeak. I know it's at least double that or close to that on uh on on finance deals and i believe it's well over that i just don't want to misspeak and, and the deal, the customers are never coming into the store so on that 44 percent right that don't want to come into the store it's about creating your own process walking the customer through the process so there's not some sp- big scary monster that that you know that the, the the dealership's going to steal my credit information i don't like doing this online right and we develop those processes and walk them through we see huge results but by far most people will play with the payments once it gets to a soft credit pool or a hard credit pool that's where they're going to bounce yeah yeah for sure interesting about the you know it tells you the story that they want to they still want to come in and see the vehicle, but they want to do as much of it at home as they can and get it out of the way and not spend an entire Saturday in the dealership. hundred percent. I mean, it's not, it's not even debatable at this point. There's no. some things that just aren't debatable. It's not even debatable. I mean, you're, you're crazy if you, if you're going to tell me anything different because the numbers say, say the thing. And oh, by the way, and, and uh, uh, you know, one of the big things is, you know, uh, my friend Joe Chura, and uh, Darren Haygood at the last conference we both had this, the, the, the privilege to speak at several months ago, they gave the same data. So when you have a company like cars.com and then our company, which obviously they're a lot bigger than us, and we're, we're, we're speaking numbers and they're saying the same thing we are, you know we're onto something. And I say, this is what we're onto. They're seeing this as well. When you do a subsource report in your CRM and you look at the customers that have come through whatever DR tool you're using, uh, not whatever, there, there's, a few, there's, a, there, there's a top three or four, whatever, whatever that is. But if you look at those that do a, you know, a great job, uh, you're seeing anywhere between $200 and $400 higher PVR on those versus your, your, your normal, even in this state when we're seeing bigger and bigger grosses. So, um, you know, that again, with, with, with data and a company as big as cars and then our company, you know, our company saying the same thing, I think you can pretty much put it in the bank. The numbers don't lie. You can't, you can't look at it and go, Oh, well, I feel like this puts me in a position to not make front and gross on a car. If the data shows you that it is. 
Yeah, I mean, again, the numbers are the numbers. You can't the, the numbers, numbers are the numbers. Numbers, numbers, yeah. numbers are the numbers. It's about putting your process together. It's pro- the, the thing is right now. It's very difficult to tell people, hey, listen, you need to learn how to fish when fish are jumping in the boat. Mm-hmm. OK, so so well, you know, but but see right now is very this is my warning to all dealers and all marketers. It's very, very dangerous because the way the market is right now. Uh, if you're getting inventory, if you've got that and you're selling cars, it covers up a lot of sins, right? So, so this will change. And I think I would argue that right now, because you have less inventory to sell, is the time to really review the game film, really, excuse me, review your process to make sure that that is dialed in rather, and also rather to change on your verbiage and everything else that we already talked about, but make sure that your process is dialed in on how you want to serve your customers to where when those trucks do show up at your lot, when people are racing, hopefully not to the bottom again, but when it is a little bit more competitive, um, you, you are, you are, are ready versus standing flat footed and get ran over. Tim Cox, SVP of sales, co-founder at Car Now. When we did our, uh, you know, pre-recording interview last week, or the week before, I can't remember, it must have been the week before, uh, we came up with a whole bunch of stuff uh, we could talk about. And I feel like this is a good place to wrap this particular discussion. And we do have uh, some more things to discuss in another episode that I'm looking forward to talking uh, uh, talking with you on a little bit down the road, um, including... Um, Leadership. I love talking about leadership and yep. talking about management and talking about process and running an organization. And I've had a couple of, I did a great episode with Lori Halter about that uh, earlier in the year. She's fun to talk to uh, on that subject. So uh, Tim and I will be back to do an episode uh, uh, like that pretty soon. Thank you guys. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, Tim. And uh, thanks for your insight. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great Take it easy. Bye. Tim Cox, CarNow, SVP of sales and co-founder at CarNow here on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, presented by Silverback Advertising. Season five, yes, continues. More great episodes coming up real soon. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.